because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond. I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you. Always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of Cinemania Live. As always, I am joined by my co-host for the Cinemania Live show. We have Hannah. Hannah, hello. Hi. How you doing? Happy Tuesday. We are also joined by a special guest from the Cinemania World team. We have Kayla. Kayla, hello. Hi. Happy summer. Yay. How you doing? How's Yay. everyone doing today? Good, good. Everyone's great. And good, stuff. good, good, good. I think both Hannah and Kayla just woke up, so bear with us. <laughs> I did not just wake up. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla, what was up with that cat picture today, huh? What happened there? Oh, that was not a cat picture. <laughs> it was that something. was a werewolf picture. Oh my god. By the way, happy <laughs> ten years to Team Wolf. Yes. Oh we oh. love <laughs> Yes. I was befuddled. I said, What is going on with a this classic. It literally is. And <laughs> Dwayne has this like weird hate train on it, and it makes me so mad. What? On Team Wolf? Yes. Listen, that's because Hannah. You know when Hannah when Hannah stands something, I I, I can't help but but to like not go against it. She <laughs> just she just does the most because so. it's actually good. Okay, it I will be like calling it. She be calling it straight up cinema. I'm like Hannah, it's it fun. Is. MTV funness, but like obviously you haven't watched season three. Take it back. I've watched. I've watched all this. No, no, no. When did I stop? <laughs> I stopped when those freaking horse people came. The little, the doctors or whatever they were called. Oh, That's like that one group. of the best doctors. Are yeah, you serious? No, I tapped. I, t- I tapped out. I tapped out. I tapped. Oh my I'm god, sorry. they're some of the best villains. That's is that like after Allison dies? I feel like that makes sense it's if you leave after, after Allison, Allison dies. dies. Yeah. yeah, it's when uh, Theo comes in. I don't well, remember we, we why. Like I th- I think um. At that age, I was like, dude, what is going on with Teen Wolf? Uh, you know why? I think it's because in the first two season or one or two or whatever, I was like, okay, this is a mind, this is like a very fun kind of werewolf story. I didn't like when it was getting too fantasy, but oh, okay. I feel like now I would appreciate it. But like, ne- but like back in the day, I was like, dude, I don't want these shenanigans in here. But you don't love camp either, and that's very much what Teen Wolf is. That's true. Like back in the day, yeah. What was that show that I was talking about when I was like, oh, like Riverdale, right? Yeah. Riverdale season. What was the season that I kept? I came on here with Tyler and I was just gushing about it. I think I think I think three. Kayla was season here one. too. It was like, yeah, really? What was like? It was. It, it was, I was like three. three, and I was like, oh, yeah. three is awesome. There's like a purse. I was like, there's a Red Riding Hood, <laughs> and she has an arrow, and uh, there's a, a, a Archie's a vigilante, and. This, that, and a third, and then they got all serious, and they went to like military and stuff, and it got horrible. So I feel like I would appreciate the later seasons of Teen Wolf now if I go back to it. See, um, the, the thing with Riverdale, I always shit on it, and it seems like something that I should love, but it's like for a show like okay, Teen Wolf, I love it because like the show is still good and the characters is still like amazing. Like you have like the camp and like the comic relief, but like at its like core, it's still very good and like emotional. I love it so much. But with, like, Riverdale, you never get that, like, apart from, like, the first season because it just gets so ridiculous so fast. And it's, like, they never give their characters or just, like, any awesome. storylines a moment to breathe. And that's it's where awesome. I'm, like, 
that's the disconnect with me for Riverdale. That's why I'm like, it's just bad. Nah, it's nah, so nah, much nah. fun though. Like, just it's just <laughs> so much fun. It just makes me smile. I don't know. Their yeah. musical episodes, so good. I can't. <laughs> I love their musical episodes. I don't even give a shit. They're so good. Speaking of Riverdale, I think last year was when last year was when I met Kayla at Comic Con. Not last year, two years ago. Can you believe that's two years ago? When I met yeah. Kayla at Comic Con, it was for the Riverdale panel. That was for the Riverdale panel? Oh, my God. Yeah, I think it was Supernatural and Riverdale. Yeah, and I got front row seats, and I was so excited. I just love them. Yeah. It was a great great day. It was great and very Um, sad, too, because they were mourning. um, Oh, yeah. yeah. They was mourning. What's what's the fellow's name? Yeah. Um, That was sad. But, okay. So, today, today's show, uh, pretty soon, Hannah and I will give our thoughts on Loki episode one and two. The show premieres tomorrow, so we can't go into full spoilers uh, like we usually do after a show, but maybe this week when everyone has seen the episode, we can go fully into it. But before then, I guess we can get into questions before we get into Loki. So, Hannah, please, please. What? (laughs) We never never open the show with questions. All right, cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's get into If you want to text us, 617-506-3409, this person here says, is it surreal to you guys that we are basically at the end of the line with this virus? Wow. Are we, though? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, they, they cut off the mask mandate in my state like last week if you're vaccinated so it's really freaking weird to go to places and see people without mask on now because mm-hmm. um, i thought it was just be embedded into our society until like further notice but <laughs> i do feel like because my because even me personally right i think i'm still probably gonna wear a mask here and there like just to because I, I just feel so weird without one now and in, in like when you're like kind of out and about. So um, I think every state is different. Um, I don't know if Hannah, if your state, where are you again? Like where are Illinois. You, okay. um, you don't know where Hannah lives? What? I, 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 I always talk about how I'm from Chicago and Dwayne's still like, well, where forget. do you live? I, I know where Hannah like, lives. Who, like, who, who, who goes to Chicago? You know what I'm saying? Shut I love Chicago. I <laughs> Thank really you. do love Chicago. <laughs> Dwayne, where are you from? I am from Boston. It's awesome. I mean, not really. Mm. It's, it's okay. It's kind of mid. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of mid. Um, listen, not everybody can be in sunny California, Kayla. Okay? It ain't, it, it can't be about that life. <laughs> Weren't you in, like, New York or something like that recently? I was something. in New York like a week ago. Oh, how's that? How's that go? New York was, was great. Like? Everybody, and it relates to this question actually, because everybody okay. was out and about. Everybody was having a good old grand time. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just it was cute to see everybody. Um, so excited to be out and again. Yeah. Did you go any? Did you go into any special landmarks or anything? Times Square. Oh yeah, Times Square is not that special though. It's not really, <laughs> but like <laughs> the Met, the Met was great. We always love the Met. It's like my favorite thing to do in New York is go mm-hmm. to the Met. So, what about you, Hannah? How is it over there in Chi Town? 
it's just hot like annoying like when it gets hot here it's just weird because chicago or like the area that i'm in it's just always cold uh (laughs) like 99 of the time it's cold like no matter what if it's spring it's still like 60s like it's not fun but once it gets hot it's like everyone's just miserable like 24 7 so that's how it is Have you guys noticed that it's been getting hotter every summer? I mean, like, yes. the climate change is real, but, like, it's just so insane to think about, like, my summers in 2013 versus my summers now. Like, I couldn't go out, out barely without taking a jacket with me because I get cold really easily um, in 2013. But now I'm, like, I need, like, shorts, like, spaghetti, tank tops. Like, it's insane. Yeah. It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't. Listen, Boston is like right now. It's like ninety three for no reason. Like who's who's <laughs> responsible? I cannot stand the heat. I don't get it. I don't know how Me y'all either. do it. I don't get it. You know, y'all be out and about summer sun. I don't like hot the girl sun. summer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the sun. If you you know what I mean, like on Larry's uh Larry's YouTube channel, it's infamous now that like I live in a cave and I don't like to be outside and stuff. <laughs> When I'm recording with Larry and Hannah for uh, his his channel and stuff, I just don't like the heat. It sucks, quite frank. All right. This person sure. here says, uh, sorry, I have a glitch on my phone. Okay. This person here says, why do you think The Conjuring 3 made more than A Quiet Place Part 2? Listen, I don't know. I, I thought I thought a Conjuring Three was a mess, but the franchise is is popular, I guess. Um, and a Quiet Place was in the second weekend. I mean, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's the question. Any thoughts, Hannah? I know you didn't see any of them. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what kind of critic? What's going on? Here? I mean, I'm constantly just avoiding new releases. Truly, um, I think it's probably because Conjuring has been like a longer franchise. Uh, a Quiet Place 2 only has one movie. And also, like, I know with, like, sequels, sometimes people are like, oh, I don't really care that much. Um, and, yeah, that's probably why. I don't know. I feel okay. like John Krasinski has gotten some bad, really bad press lately. And I hate his guts. So... <laughs> Yeah. You hate him too. What's going on? Here? Oh my god. Why? I don't hate Why? him. Stop. <laughs> he was like he was he's a Republican and then like they were you know like when Lil Wayne like supported Trump's um candidacy and stuff and then like they released that list of like the celebrities they reached out to and then John Krasinski was like on the list that Donald mm-hmm. Trump's people reach out to and like his answer was maybe um oh and I didn't know that yeah I didn't know that either Jesus it got it got it was really weird how it came out and it just kind of like got brushed over and then everybody was like oh my god a quiet place part two I'm not saying like people can't like not just not enjoy the movie and see it like I'm not saying that I'm canceling the movie but I personally Mm -hmm. just like think he's like so like atrocious and also just up his ass like him and emily blunt were like complaining about how long their theater or their movie would run in a quiet place part two would run in the theater and how they were gonna sue about it and i was like you guys that was so so weird yeah Yeah. wait what yeah Yeah. rewind go back go back go back a little bit what happened now (laughs) 
They said they were going to sue because they were only going to release A Quiet Place 2 for like a couple months or like a month or two. And they were like they wanted it to be in theaters longer and that they're going to sue. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> Listen, I think <laughs> I think John is I think he's he's a fine fella, I guess. Um, I don't know. I, I, I was watching his Vanity Fair. Was it Vanity Fair thing where he talks about the opening moments of a scene and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. And I could totally see someone like Hannah just being completely annoyed. The reason why I'm so turned off by him now, it's like he just seems like he has such like a big head now. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't. I really can't with those types of people. They just like get on my last nerve, especially when like I don't know. The like everyone on Twitter too kind of like feeds into it also with like the Fantastic Four thing. Like that's when I kind of drew the line and was like when everyone was like, he's the only person that can play Reed Richards. I'm like, whoa, calm down. I'm like, there's a million and one actors working right now. He is not the only person. Um shut up. Stop. (laughs) Goodbye. Uh (laughs) and then a quiet place. I don't love the movie. So like getting on Twitter and like seeing people like say all the time, it's the masterpiece, it's the best movie I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, oh my god, I can't. Uh, Did they lie lie, though? It's not terrible, but I don't know. It's just it's you know, it's actors turned directors that are always like this. Like um Jonah Hill. I don't know if you ever watched mid nineties press, but Jonah Hill was so up his ass as well. And I was just like Dude, <laughs> mid nineties is low key mid. Yeah, it is right. Yeah, <laughs> like I watched the it for only... the first time like last year, and I was like, "This is this is this is it." I was yeah. like, "Okay." <laughs> the editing kills that movie for me. The editing is it's awful. Alexa, Alexa Demi's like twenty five. Yeah, I, mm. it's just weird. It was very weird. Very weird. Well, I don't know how old weird. she was. I don't know how old she was when she recorded that. But I know like the big scandal. Like she's like she's like forty right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, this is a little strange. Uh, okay, this person here says, "What do you think? What do you want the next movie for Star Wars to be?" If it was in your hands, what would you have them do in the next film? Listen, I don't know. Okay, beats me. I'm not. I'm not like a massive Star Wars fan. So I can't be like, oh, the so and so and so and so and so and so and this and that and the. I don't know. Uh, Kayla, how about you? I feel like this is right up your alley. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> oh God, I don't know. To be honest, I I've been saying like I want new stories and stuff like that, but I'm also am like such a big supporter of having a 9, 10 and 11. I and like I'm scared to say that because I am scared for them to like revisit old stories and stuff, but I'm also like think with 8 being so atrocious, um I'd like to see what they could do, but also I know I'm getting the Andor series, but I really just want them to make a Rogue 2. Just because I want them to call it Rogue Two. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, I, I, I would, I would like that. That would be cool. I um, I don't know. I feel like they don't know what to do right now when it comes to the movies mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, and I actually rewatch, I actually rewatch some of the newer films. I didn't, I, I can't go back into the Rise of Skywalker. I just get so angry. <laughs> but um, everything else, like I'm, I went back to watch a lot of the the other movies, like uh like Rogue One and stuff. And then I went back into watch Solo. I think Solo is very 
over it's underrated yeah. yeah yeah i agree I it's like actually i liked it i remember liking it in theaters too and then um we didn't have a podcast at that point but i was just like we had the facebook forum and I was like, "Hey, it's not bad." And they was like, "Oh, you just you hate Star Wars. You don't get it. You don't understand why it's why it tarnishes the brand." And I was like, "Dude, don't be a geek, all right? It's fine." Like, I don't know. Um, and I feel like that shouldn't have. I saw a post the other day that was like, you know, Solo should not have ruined all Aaron Aaron Reich's career. And it's like I haven't seen him in nothing since then. Yeah. So it's really it's really strange. And he's really um, good in the movie too. If like yeah. if we were to like say the best part of Solo, it was definitely him. So, I mean, Donald you know what I Glover. want? I want the I want the next movie. Yeah, I love Donald Glover too, though. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Wasn't he getting his own show? Did they cancel that? Did they get rid of it? I think Did he they? still is. Oh, they are right. Yeah, they announced yeah. that at the Investor Day, didn't they? Lando, or something like that. And Justin Simeon is doing it. Yeah, he's good with the uh, dear white people. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. That's what I want. I think I wanna, I wanna the next. I want the next movie to be like POCs all all around. You know what I'm saying? True. Like yeah. um, like what's going on with Rose? Man, yeah. when I yeah, you know I cause I okay I was on Disney Plus because that's where I was watching it. Um, and then they had like a preview for Rise of Skywalker and then I saw that one shot or like the one scene that Rose has like when she just has that like she's like looking at something or like Finn or something and that's all she gets pretty much in the entire movie and I was like damn I remember how much focus she had in uh in The Last Jedi to going to what happened with the Rise of Skywalker and stuff JJ Abrams is a coward yeah he's trash honestly like (laughs) I if Ryan Johnson got to do the third movie, I genuinely believe, like, even after all, like, the backlash and stuff like that, he would not have sidelined Rose. I, I wholeheartedly yeah, no. believe that. And J- for J.J. Yeah. Abrams to see that get scared and then sideline her, it's just, ugh, I hate it. I think they should have just, I think they should have just stuck with their guns in the, in Rise of Skywalker and just not, you know, cower out to, like, the fans being upset. That's kind of pretty much what happened and stuff like that. And also so. them just not having like a vision for the trilogy overall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which is At like all. the weirdest thing to ever happen. I'm like, you only have three movies that you need to worry about. And like when you look at Marvel and it's like so many movies and like this huge like storyline and they even got their shit together. You only had three movies to take care of it. And you like still couldn't just get one vision. Especially so when you plan to like wrap up such you know an iconic trilogy like you had all this you know to wrap up like four five six and all that i don't know it just should have been something really big and you know going off the themes that we already know and love and finishing them out but yeah yeah Yeah, i agree honestly it's a mess i don't don't know what's going on here who's uh i think it was uh kathleen not kathleen kennedy uh who's Doing a movie right now, it's 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 Taika and it's somebody else too. And Patty uh, Jenkins, yeah, Patty Jenkins. Isn't Patty Jenkins is is hers gonna be? I don't know. I don't remember. Was she doing that pilot one? She's yeah, doing Rogue like a Squadron. Pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Only thing start. that worries me about that is that she's writing it. <laughs> yeah, she wrote, she wrote WW eighty four, didn't she? Yep. Oop. I'm scared. Yeah. Listen, we shook, but. 
(laughs) (laughs) I mean, we still have Taika. We have Taika, and that's all I need for some confidence in Star Wars. But it seems like, uh, I don't know, Patty Jenkins now seems like, oh, like the the token white woman director. Oh, for sure. Yep, (sighs) yep. Yeah. That's facts. Honestly, that really is. It's like, you know, it's like we know nobody else. And I'm like, bro. It's frustrating. Yeah. Especially when you have like, uh, you know, POC directors, like female directors, like Kathy Ann, who had the same kind of opportunity as Patty Jenkins in the DCU. And in my opinion, made a better film than both of Patty Jenkins' films that she made in the DCU. And she's not getting like the same opportunities. So. Yeah, she's getting paid shit. Like, I, ju- I just don't understand it. I think Cat, that's a great name for something Star Wars because yeah. she can bring, like, I feel like some Star Wars kind of needs to differentiate. Like, the next movie really needs to differentiate themselves, you know, from, like, everything that, that's been happening. And I would have loved, like, something from Kathy Ann where it's kind of more gritty and stuff. And it's kind of like a it's star wars in the star wars universe and it's like you know kind of like kind of like cyberpunky kind of yeah where you have like a small mm-hmm. like city or whatever like that and uh some planet i don't know the fucking planets i don't know but like you know some planet and it's like you know it's like kind of crime kind of stuff i don't know something different i would love that yeah but what's going on here see i, I think like Mandalorian kind of plays into that a little bit and even like I would love if like Bryce Dallas Howard would be given a movie to direct because her episodes of the Mandalorian are amazing so I don't know all right this person here says I see that Kayla is on this show since Kayla has been getting into horror with the horror in session podcast what is your favorite horror franchise (laughs) oh my gosh are you on a clock? Oh gosh, I just. <laughs> <laughs> I guess right now I'm really into Saw. Oh. So. Yeah. Got all the what? franchises. Saw. What? You said, love Saw. The... Yeah, but like, come on, you gotta say Scream. Speaking of Scream, Hannah. What? You've watched. You've been you've been watching the Scream all weekend. I have. I love it. Are you on Scream <laughs> three yet? No, I I've only watched the first two. I'm I'm gonna watch three and four tonight because Jamie hasn't seen them before, so I've been waiting for her. Uh, Scream three. Listen, I love all. I, I'm I'm a I'm like as biased as 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 biased as like Hannah is with like Tom Holland. I'm like as I'm Stop. biased when it comes. <laughs> like I'm biased when it comes to like the Scream franchise. I love all of them. You know, everyone's like, oh, three is the weakest. Whatever. I love all of them. So you'll probably you probably will think three is the weakest, and maybe it is. But I mean, Hannah, do you have a, a favorite horror franchise? Mine is Scream, clearly. Uh, <laughs> franchise, mm, I think Insidious. Uh, apart from the fourth one, I love all the Insidious films, and I will forever be obsessed with them. I think it might just be like my Lee Winnell like bias talking, but I do love Insidious. I was gonna say like Hereditary is your favorite franchise. I'm like, (laughs) what is going on? Um, That's actually a solid choice. Insidious is a good franchise. Besides, what was that last one? The last key or the first key or something? Or I should have said it uh, because I've loved it. It You do so much. Yeah. Hannah, can I ask you a question? Did you you ever watch the uh, the classic version of it? Do you like those ones? Yeah. Do you like that big 
miniseries or whatever. I like the first half of it. I'm like in the majority kids. of the people who like the yeah. kids half way more than the second half because okay, so I know a lot of people were let down with it chapter two, but yeah. when well, you compare it to the adult half of the miniseries, it's like Citizen Kane. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. No, all right. I'm Let's just like, the adult half of the miniseries is awful, like genuinely bad. So it's, not, it's all right. No, it's, it's not. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The lies you um, tell. Um. Okay. I just. I just. I never. Really, I never heard you talk about the the, the classic ones. I was actually. I was actually inter- like, curious to uh, to see. Okay. So uh, this next question. This person here says, "Sup, gang? Been a while since I asked a question, but what potential do you see with the Loki show, and what influences have you seen so far?" Um. Okay. So we'll get into the episode a little in a, in a little bit, but uh, potential. Uh, I don't know. Quite frank, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I get really interested when we have someone like Kayla on the show when it comes to like. MCU and stuff like what that. What are you trying to say? No, I am an MCU I, fan. No, well, I'm just going by what you said, like your last quote when you was like, "Eh, I, I'm not. I'm kind of yeah. over it," you know. Because I, um, my mother was kind of in, like, she was kind of hinting on this being the same way, and I was shocked. Like, she loves Marvel, but when I told her, "Hey, Loki's tomorrow," she was like, eh. I'll watch it eventually, you know. So, um, we—it's interesting because we didn't get any Marvel stuff last year, but we've—we've—we're we're down to two seasons right now in this year, and we have Loki tomorrow, and then after Loki is gonna be like Black Widow, and then after Black Widow, I think it's gonna be like I think Shang Chi is after that, um, mm-hmm. and then Eternals, and then we still don't know what's going on with Hawkeye and Miss Marvel. Supposedly they're still like, coming this year, though. Yeah. So I mean, if if someone would if someone told me that, hey, I'm I'm kind of burnt out, I would I can understand because it's kind of a lot coming when it comes to this year alone. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but yeah. I don't know. Like I'm just, and I guess Loki is not has never been like I've never been a Loki girl, which is crazy because I'm a Kylo Ren girl. I don't know what. <laughs> I never, yeah, I don't know what happened. But I guess, you know, if anything, if if there was more new characters, I'd be more excited. Like, obviously, there's more new characters coming by the, the end way, of the year, yeah. 2022. That's when I'll be, like, very excited. But at the end of the day, like, what, I don't I don't know what a low-key show can give me. Yeah. How do you feel? Do you, do you think it's becoming too much, being aware on our third show this year? I don't think so, uh, but I think that's just because I really like the MCU. <laughs> I don't yeah. think that I'll, it'll take a lot for me to get burnt out because I'm such a huge fan of, you know, the franchise, so. Makes sense, makes sense. I'm like in the middle, like, you know, I'm like in the middle. Um, when when I hear, so I liked the Loki show, but before starting it, I was in the kind of in the camp where like, I really want you know, them to go weird and kind of do something different. But when Loki was announced, I was like confused as to like, why were the people that are, that are kind of like written out of the MCU initially that we thought are getting like TV series and stuff like that. Um, 
like I, like when it came to or, to or movies as well, like with Black the Black Widow movie, and then when WandaVision was announced, I was like, WandaVision, like okay, you know, like Vision was dead, and then Loki is dead, but he's getting his show. But um, you know, I guess it's just all about what you do differently to make it kind of stand out. I do think the Loki show stands out after watching it. Um, okay, which we'll get one hundred percent. Loki is so different than like we could have ever imagined. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, and I think WandaVision, I think WandaVision was very different, you know, especially with how it started too. So I was like, you know, very intrigued and stuff. Everyone knows how I feel about Falcon and Winter Soldier, just meh. But um yeah, so I mean I think it's just all about that like because I don't think when we get closer and closer to like Hawkeye, I'm just going to be checked out probably cuz I just I love Haley Steinfeld, but that's that that's it. That's all I got with that show. I've right actually now. gotten really interested in the Hawkeye show. Me too. I love (laughs) Haley so much. Yeah. I love her and also people saying that they're finally going to do like the storyline where Hawkeye becomes deaf, I believe. Becomes Um, deaf. Deaf. Yeah. Or Ronan? Yeah. No, Hawkeye. He becomes deaf. Yes. He loses that? his hearing. He loses his hearing. Oh, death, death. death. I thought you said. I thought you said death, like D E A T H. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? He becomes deaf. Well, I know that. I thought you were just repeating deaf to me. I was like, do you not know what death? No, means? I thought you said like death, like dead, like die, killed. I was like, no. what? Um, I might be getting it wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what I've seen is that he, you know, he loses his hearing. Um, and that that's probably how he's going to meet so. that new hero. What's the new hero's name? Echo. Um, Echo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's, maybe and that's also how that like happened. introducing two new characters. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really interested in Hawkeye actually. Uh, I guess that's fair. <laughs> um, okay. Let's go on our first break of the show. When we come back, we'll get into more of the Loki series, and we'll take more questions. Back in a moment, Timmy Life. Told me, son, you could be anything. Long as you spread your wings, I know one day you'll be great. Just wait, soon you'll aim up at the sky and I'll watch it float away. But now that I am older, I'll admit that I am over. All the stress and shit that comes from older life upon your shoulders. It's a chore, I'm sick of being bored. I'm sick of always stressing over shit I could ignore. I guess it's just my own immaturity burning through me internally. Take imagination and making it a reality. So pause, you'll fuck it up. I'll be right back. Pay a visit to the past. Tell them all to kiss my ass for a second. I don't wanna worry about nothing for Already back on the show here, it's going to be live. My name is Dwayne, once again, joined by my co-host Hannah and our guest today, Kayla. Back into the questions here. Hop into the questions bin. This person here says, do you think fans will turn on Spider-Man 3 if Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield is not in it? Oh, for sure. That's a good question. It'll be another WandaVision situation where, you know, their hopes don't come true and then they blame the movie for them, you know, kind of relying on rumors and speculation. So, yeah, for sure. And I saw you, I saw you, I saw you, listen, you'd be, you'd be like going at everybody on Twitter, but I saw you like comment on like somebody with Tom Holland 
Why oh, do you think yeah. he's like so? Like, why do you think he it feels like he's so hated online? I don't know why that's a I, thing so much. I don't. I think it's because so many people love him, and there's not like an actual reason to hate him. I think that's why. Like, if he were like problematic or, you know, I don't know, just not as good as he is, I think a lot of yeah. people wouldn't. You it's because teen so girls often. like him. Yeah, it, teen girls can't like anything without like people. Yeah. Yeah. absolutely you know bearing in the ground i mean we saw it happen with twilight like so long ago and people still to this day have this like bias towards twilight because they're like oh it's like teeny bopper you know it's like teen girls can't win it's, it's yeah. annoying do you think it's like the situation like kind of how when something is really successful and people just automatically start to to like grow hate over it like i i take it with instances like you know one of the most successful basketball players right now is like LeBron James. He's like hated. And then like when it comes to like even like, you know, like a Kobe Bryant back in the day or something like that. Or like even um like right now when it comes to certain actors and whatnot, they're they're there's they they like oh like the MCU kinda too. Like yeah. they're so successful and they they make so much money that they just grow a hatred and stuff like that. So everyone just automatically kind of roots for the underdog, as in like DC, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. you know, anytime a Marvel movie comes out and, every, and people are excited, you go on Twitter and there's like comments like, "Oh, I fear for you guys, and you guys don't know what cinema is anymore," or stuff like that. Do you think it's like that too? Yeah, a hundred percent. And like the thing yeah. with Tom Holland, it's like I said this yesterday on Twitter. We're already kind of seeing, you know, with the uh, kind of rumors that Tommy McGuire and Andrew Garfield are involved in No Way Home. We're already seeing like the big fans of them like come out and like start being like Tom Holland's the worst person in the world and stuff like that. <laughs> so yesterday I was like, you guys like because a lot of people take it out on Tom Holland that they don't like the MCU Spider-Man movies, and I'm like, I understand that you don't like the movies, but he's not the one that writes them. <laughs> I'm like, you guys do realize that he does not make any like you know huge creative choices in the movies that like the ones that you guys don't like like he didn't do that you don't yeah. need to like take it out on tom holland i promise you don't take it on come feige and sony all you want but like tom holland he's just you know doing a great job being spider-man sorry it's interesting too because i just like even with when andrew was spider-man i i feel like he didn't radiate so much kind of negative negativity not that tom holland is doing that but i just think it's so interesting watching people how people react to something that you would think that, oh, I'm doing good and I'm successful. It's the same thing with, like musicians too. Like everyone is already starting to hate on like Olivia Rodrigo because like yeah. she's like breaking streams and she's like young and all these young kids, they get everything they want and stuff like that, you know, <laughs> or like, you know, Drake being really, really successful. And a lot of people just like have this kind of like itch about Drake and stuff and his success and, oh, it's not real rap and stuff like that. So it's just very interesting to kind of see I think when it comes to Tom Holland, you know, the guy's handsome, obviously. He's beloved. And he hasn't really, you can't really kind of pinpoint a bad role from him yet. Um, so I think that's has something to do with it, too. Like, he, he he's good. And um, it's usually kind of what happens with someone who is good and stuff. So I was just, I was kind of interested. Uh, Kayla, you have thoughts on the question of do you think people will turn on the movie if they are not in it? Tobey Maguire 
and Andrew Garfield? Um, I don't know. I guess they would, but I, 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 I wouldn't personally. I guess, but it just seems like it just seems like it's so set in stone. They're such bad liars about that whole thing, so like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. fine. But you know, I, I don't know. I think it'd be fine without them as well, but maybe I'm the wrong person to ask. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Let's do one more question before we get into Loki. Uh, Hannah, Hannah and I's thoughts. Um, Kayla will have to just like you know support us on the side. I guess. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. This person here says, if it was up to you right now to go to any kind of con, uh, which one would you go to? He, he gave choices. So. Uh, he put Comic Con, DC Fandom, or like a like a he put Disney Investor Day. That's not a con. What? Maybe okay. <laughs> let's just say let's just say D twenty three Expo. Let's say D twenty three. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Comic Con, Comic Con, uh, DC Fandom, or D twenty three. That's actually a really good question. Interesting. All right, let's go to Kayla. What do you think? Where would, you go Where would you run to first? <laughs> Obviously, San Diego Comic Con. I have been going for eight, seven, eight years. I don't know since I was um, fourteen years old, and I'm twenty-two now, and I am starving without it. Like I'm actually starting to feel kind of alone and like very like not myself lately, just because when I'm with you know all my people geeks. at comic-con yeah all my geeks like i feel so i just feel myself you know and when i'm not around that i just feel like i feel like an alien amongst everybody you know like people just don't know as much about things as much as i do like they'll be like oh my god you saw that new thingy and i'm like yeah like i've been following it ever since it said this is in production type of thing you know and they just like found yeah. out about it yesterday type like i just feel like yeah. an alien sometimes like people just look at me like so crazy sometimes and they don't look at me like that when i go to san diego Con. so yeah <laughs> hey, you know that's actually a great point um because i feel the same mm -hmm. now Listen, this is a hard question because I loved Fandom from last year, even though it was virtual. Um, I had so much fun just being home and looking at all the stuff and the Batman, of course, and all that. Uh, D23, I mean, you got Star Wars, you got Marvel, you got, you know, you got all that kind of stuff. But then com something about that Comic-Con that first year, my first time going in 2019 was just such a buzz and such a vibe. And I completely agree. Like... You can show up at Comic-Con wearing the most ridiculous outfit and not a single person would bat an eye. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know how comforting it is to just be in a hall and I walk past a fucking Hulkbuster and I just ask no questions? <laughs> or I, I walk past people who are dressed like, you know, cosplaying and I just ask no questions and no one asks anything and everyone it, when i when i did go to comic-con it felt like a giant like a, a giant pool of people that just know each other even though we don't so i actually agree and then when i came back and i'm telling like my boss about everything that was going on he's like oh you fucking weirdos and i'm like well you know but like you never get that kind of judgment when you're when you're surrounded by people who love what you love and stuff yeah. so uh, i would have to go comic con too although i would love to go to d23 i think kayla you've been to d23 right once yeah I believe. i've been um, um like two two times i think yeah. you went to the last one right the mm -hmm. last live in-person one that was 2019 as well um, it's great you guys yeah. should come 
next time. Oh no, you talking about sleeping on like stuff? I'm like, I can't do that. It's was so worth it. I was front row for the Star Wars and Marvel panel, and like that was just such such a rush. I can't. Yeah, but like I don't know because I all of them sound great, and I think they're gonna do. I think after they do DC Fandom Virtual this year, I think I think next year they'll they'll try to do it live in person. So I would love to kind of see what that's about, but like something about Comic Con, all the attractions you can go to, mm-hmm. all the uh, all the panels you can go to, you know, everyone in cosplay and stuff like that, and just uh, San Diego is beautiful and stuff. So I, I I'm I probably I'll probably go with Comic Con as well. What about you, Hannah? What say you? You ever been to a con? What's going on? No. Uh, I really want to, though, but the reason why I haven't before is because I have really bad social anxiety, um, so I'm a little scared, but also I you? still really, really want to go. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way. Shut up. I don't believe, I don't believe <laughs> um, um, Okay, that makes sense. But I'd probably say DC Phantom only because of the Batman. That's like my only reason. <laughs> what are you gonna do if it's like you know they do a fandom and like the Batman's already came out? And so, well, what? the next one is gonna be before the Batman, so that's why I'm saying DC fandom. Uh, I need to see Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves like talk and then like present a trailer. That would just like completely my like my life completely. Yeah. So yeah. So um. All right. So Hannah shoots in DC fandom, uh, and Kayla and I are both choosing uh. Where are we choosing? Comic-Con. Also, too, you meet a lot of great people at Comic-Con. Um, yeah. So even like – even when you're in like a – it's not like – okay, when you're in line, it's not like the lines where you're like in Six Flags and everyone's like annoyed. They want to get on the ride and everyone's, you know, bitching. When you're like in a line at Comic-Con, you just start speaking to other people, you know. Maybe somebody's in like a cool costume and you ask them about it or maybe you have like – Maybe you're press and someone asks you, like, what does that mean? Like, you know what I mean? What do you do? So you get to network and stuff like that. Or you meet other creators, like how I met Kayla in 2019, me and Alex and um, stuff. So, you know, so I think I think there's a lot of benefits when you do that. But I think I do think, you know, you could probably do that at any other con. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Comic Con is goaded. So, all right. Uh, let's get into Loki from tomorrow so the, the show episode one will premiere tomorrow and uh hannah and i both saw it early and we have to give our thoughts on it now Hannah, what say you okay so i said this when we watched the episodes uh i think that this is the best two episodes like of all of the disney plus shows like from the oh. The start, that's what I mean. Uh, like, yeah. I think that the first two wa- uh, episodes of WandaVision, the first two episodes of Falcon Winter Soldier, and the first two episodes of this, I think this is the best set of the, you know, first two that we've gotten. I am so in love with it. I, a, a lot of people have been talking on Twitter about, like, the influences of the show because the director, the writer, like, has talked about um, what movies that they were influenced by. And it's a lot of like David Fincher. And as soon as we started watching the show, I was like, Oh my God, this like feels like Zodiac. Uh, <laughs> so I'm glad that, uh, I was correct. And, uh, the influences that are very present in the show. And I'm just, I'm so psyched to see where we go from here. It's going to suck though, that everyone's like watching like the first episode tonight and then the second episode next week. And we have to wait until, um, 
uh, two weeks to get a third episode. Like, that's new for us. But, yeah, yeah I'm super psyched. I think that the show is so good so far. And me and Dwayne are, like, obsessed with the score. The score, the score is, is by is far, fantastic. like, the thing that stood out to me the most. My favorite score of, like, any MCU kind of – of the shows – um, I, won't, I won't go into uh, Alan Silvestri's Avengers score is like will we, never not be like the head one for me. And then you have to go to um, Ludwig Göransson and Black Panther. So there's just so many great scores. But uh, the score for the show is definitely up there. It's like at least top five for me when it comes to the MCU. The score is fantastic. Speaking of the score, some good things are coming to the show, friends. So stay tuned. Anyway, um, so the show is really good. I like the first two episodes a lot. Um, the, the vibe of it is very kind of retro. Listen, it's like futuristic re- retro. And take that as you will. I don't know what that means, but that's kind of what it is. <laughs> when we're watching it, there's like so much, so many like old school kind of stuff. But in like a futuristic world, I don't know, but it's great. Um, yeah, I really, really, I really would like it so far and stuff. So I'm excited to see everyone to have everyone watch it tomorrow and stuff. Um, we can't go into spoilers. There's not really, there's not really much to like actually spoil, Yeah. but, um, I do agree with Hannah as far as being the best two first two episodes of the MCU shows. Um, the one division shows, like it was so jarring how like weird and different it was, but I do remember after like episode two, I was like, all right, let's get this kind of going. Uh, and this one, there's like, is is kind of the first two episodes reminds me of the old, of like the middle parts of WandaVision and how after each episode, you're kind of wondering what's gonna happen next. I mean, that's kind of how they started as far as the yeah. show. Um, they started like kind of keeping you guessing at every kind of turn. Uh, a lot of Easter eggs, a lot of listen. The, the Mephisto stuff is gonna start. <laughs> it's gonna start <laughs> again. <laughs> It's gonna start again. That's all I'll say. But uh, I um, yeah, I um, I I I really really liked it. Um, Kayla, are you looking forward to the show? Are you going to watch it eventually? How do you feel? I will watch it. It's, it was hard. Okay, I had I had I took eighteen credits and I was in like organizations this semester at school. So when Falcon and the Winter Soldier came out, I just could not be bothered. And then everybody was giving it weird reviews and I was like, okay, I'll just watch it later. Um it's horrible. Uh, stop. Oh no. Stop. <laughs> oh no. But I'm free, I'm free horrible. now. So I'm gonna try to keep up with Loki, but also like I just want it like if it's a TV show, like I want it to feel like a TV show. And so that's like my big critique for marvel right now is that i want to watch tv show if you're gonna give me a tv show and that's a great point yeah 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 well Um, this one kind of feels like the most cinematic of the two shows so far yeah i don't think i don't think you're gonna get that wish i think it still feels kind of on the level of like a it could be it's just a movie cut in parts quite frank Mm. it still kind of feels i don't get because i don't i honestly agree i don't get the episodic feel when it comes to to these shows i think that's because they i mean they they're they're new at writing shows and you can't just start writing a show and you know what i mean you have to I, i i did they wasn't there like a thing where they just didn't hire any like TV writers yeah. or anything like that? Yeah, and there's like um, no showrunner. Yeah. There's no showrunner. Yeah, there's usually gotta, a showrunner. You gotta do that. I mean, because well, like it's completely different, you know, as far as like this TV one, and movies. I think is the most successful at feeling like um, uh, episodic. 
is what I would say. Like, when we finished the first episode, we said, like, oh, like, that's still, like, left on a cliffhanger, but we still feel, like, satisfied. We're not, like, angry like we were, like, finishing the WandaVision episodes, you know? Um, So I think this is probably the most successful in feeling episodic and not, like, being frustrated by the end of the episode. (laughs) Okay. Because I'm just, like, it just sucks that it just feels kind of like a money grab instead of – because I feel like that just – turns down the creativity of what we could do with these shows if it wasn't such a money grab thing that they're trying to do right now because at the end of the day it's uh, these shows are for more subscribers yeah and it's honestly the way the way they try to the way they kind of try to what they kind of use to try to get away from uh you know like oh it's limited or whatever like that or you're not gonna get a season two i'm like well these are movies then yeah um or like you know what i mean you gotta i i actually agree i think they i think they could do a lot a, a much better job at making it feel like television um because i love me some movies but television is still in my book vastly underrated when it Mm -hmm. comes to just general audiences there's something about like turning on a tv show waiting a week and then going back into that world and you know being invested still um which is why i think mayor of each town was so great because um you, you were invested and it was it was not it was not the binge model and stuff and uh, I've, I've actually been re-watching ozark and ozark is such a great tv show um i really didn't appreciate it at first when i was watching it but now i'm watching it and seeing how good they are at writing characters and dialogue and scripting and stuff and i think you can't just i think it you have to take that in consideration when you want to get into tv you can't just be like a, oh we want to make a tv show of this character and then that's it i know i know there's such thing as like limited series but I mean, you got to have a plan when it comes to like seasons of a show or something like that and treating your show as a series and not like a, just an elongated movie that we, that we don't want to put in theaters. You, you know what, though? The thing I I agree with you guys, but I don't think it's a misleading thing or kind of like a cheat because Kevin Feige has always pitched the shows as exactly what they are like movies, but just like broke up into weeks and that they're just like stepping stones in between movies. Um, so I, I get it and I, I agree, but I, it's not like a surprise is what I'm saying. Cause Kevin Feige oh, yeah, definitely yeah. always pitched yeah. the, the shows as exactly what they are. But the potential they could have as shows like WandaVision was so, is so popular and it's a, such a fun idea. And if, if there yeah. was a second season, I think it could, I don't know. The creativity is so, there's so much they could do, you know? Yeah, see, I, I can understand. I can understand both as far as like, because it's not surprising. Of course, as MCU's what they know, what they know first and foremost is movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so even when you get into a TV show, it's gonna feel like a TV show. And that's just the difference when you get that, and then you know those those Marvel Netflix shows, those series and stuff definitely felt more like actual episodic series rather than you know what's going on because you know say you did garner some new fans with like a wandavision uh even though you know it's like it's this, if you were going this far into the mcu you still haven't seen like like you know these characters but say you did garner a new fan and they want kind of more from the character as far as a tv show because maybe i just don't i'm, I'm not really into movies but i love my tv shows um and stuff and you know that season's not coming anymore falcon with his soldier is not coming anymore and loki is probably not going to come anymore either too. it's already confirmed so, it's a limited series yeah, yeah you know 
don't you see like that? I just wish that I do agree as far as like, I mean, let, you know, let these shows actually be shows. And I know, I mean, you could still incorporate them into movies, but I hope like with Miss Marvel, it's a series and then she's in a movie and then she's back on her, on the, on her TV show. Please, I do want, like, like, I, like, I do want some of the characters to have that, you know, let them be TV characters, but let them also be in the movies. Cause that's, that's different. That's what we haven't seen yet. Really. Um, the only time, I mean, they were going to do that with daredevil. Um, cause he was going to be civil war, but then they got Spider-Man and said, Oh, we ain't fucking doing daredevil no more. We're going to do Spider-Man. So, um, yeah, I, I, I agree with, with like, you know, it's as far all- as that aspect goes. It's also funny you mentioned the Netflix series because I still like I just still so like bothers me so much that they shut down all the other Marvel series that were non Disney and non MCU because oh, just like I just think that's so fucked for the industry and creativity going forward to limit the MC the Marvel characters um, to just the MCU in television form. I mean, I I miss Cloak and Dagger so much, and like especially, ugh. I agree because especially when you have uh, you create okay, say what you want about the Runaways or Cloak and Dagger or this show, but I mean, there's fans behind those shows, and even though you you know you have Disney Plus and now you can do, you're not gonna do every single character in the Marvel in the Marvel comics. I mean, that's just that you're just not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Like I know Feige is not going to do cloak and dagger anytime soon. You know, I, I, like, I know he's not going to do the runaways anytime soon. So why not just let those have like, have an entity on a certain network or a channel or something. Um, Cause I like the first season of cloak and dagger. I thought it was a lot of fun, a lot of kid drama and stuff like that. I, I enjoyed it and stuff, but yeah, you do, you have fans of agents of shield. You have fans of Hellstrom mm-hmm. on Hulu or, you know, and it's like, you know, it's nothing wrong with, uh, or even the Netflix shows as well. Yeah. I mean, although they were kind of, they were kind of, they were kind of losing steam. You still have fans, the people that still want to see Daredevil again, and the in the series, or the Punisher, or Luke Cage, or whoever. You know, you, I know they're not gonna, they're not gonna do every single character, um, and they still have more characters to get into with, with this Fox deal and the X Men and the Fantastic Four and Deadpool. So it's just a lot going on. So. Something wrong with having entities on other kind of programs. So interesting. Well, I don't think that they are shutting that down because they just have Modoc on Hulu. But I think that Currently, may so. have like been in production beforehand, so they had to like release it or something. Yeah, that was like that was like Hellstrom. It was already in production. It oh, was like okay. in the middle so, of like Hellstrom. Yeah. But like yeah, like the legit the Marvel TV person is like Feige now. It's done. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, they, gotcha. they axed it. Yeah, they axed it. So um because yeah, it cause all they, happened in one day where they just every Mar- Marvel show like announced like they're done and like some Marvel uh, showrunners that were on other platforms um, have expressed like that they were upset about what happened. Right. Yeah. And it was like um because they had Cloak and Dagger was they were gonna they had people in the writing room mm-hmm. for season three or two or whatever. Yeah, three. Uh, yeah. Same thing with Daredevil. Daredevil they had they they were yeah. writing season four and they were like nope. So yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I just I love me my MCU, but then again, like I feel like those series, it, even though they're they're the Marvel brand and stuff, and it, it kind of it's nice to have something different than the MCU and stuff, you know. Um, and listen, say what you say about say what you want about the CW shows, but they do differentiate themselves from the current DC 
kind of movies and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And they have their audiences of fans. I'm not a fan, but (laughs) they have their audiences when it comes to like the shows on CW. So um, I think there's, I, so I would have, I I do kind of miss the Marvel kind of TV stuff. Yeah. And I think like, even we don't, they don't need to be on different streaming services or anything. If Kevin Feige wanted to make like standalone series, he definitely could. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and I think there's so many people who would be in love with that idea of having these series that aren't connected to the MCU. I think, like, you know, uh, Deadpool could play into something like that. If they did, like, an animated Deadpool show on Disney+, Plus that, like, wasn't connected to the MCU, I think people would, like, absolutely love that. So, like, there's definitely a place for a series that aren't, you yeah. know, directly connected to the MCU, and I think that they could build a huge audience with that. Yeah. Like the Harley Quinn show, though, that animated yeah. Harley Quinn show is so good. And it's like it has nothing to do with the DCEU. It's just a series that they threw out. And great. Not like it. Um, so, yeah, interesting conversation. All right. Uh, that being said, everyone, that is it for today's episode of Cinemania Live. Thank you guys all for joining us today. I really appreciate it. I'll go around, get everyone's social medias. I will start with Hannah. At Richard Hannah on Twitter. Bro, what's going on with movies and cats? Is she Girl, dead? Girl, they gone? won't let me back in. They won't <laughs> no. come back. I feel like last time it was like, okay, two months or so, and then here's your movies and cats. But this is going on for like how many months now? A couple, like three Too months fucking or long. This <laughs> um, Well, all right. Um, Kayla, let everyone know they can follow you and if there's anything coming up on the Horror and Session podcast soon. I'm at K-A-I-L-A underscore Ren on Twitter. And you can follow my po- podcast at Horror in Session. And yeah, we, we're doing Cronenberg next. We're going to watch all Ooh. of Cronenberg and cover each of his movies. So super excited Period. about that. <laughs> Period. That's, yeah. That's so exciting. <laughs> um, okay. Hey, how about you? What about you and the uh, Robert podcast? I know Kenzie is going through some life stuff. You know, <laughs> bringing, in a, bringing in a little baby. But uh, what's going on with that? Uh, Kenzie is definitely pregnant. So, <laughs> you know, Listen, we're, we're on a pause Tom. at the moment. But um, I know that we'll be getting some new Batman stuff soon. So hopefully by then we'll be, you know, up and running the podcast again so that we can talk about it. But I promise, like, Robert Podcaston is still living. Uh, we're not just stopping the podcast. Uh, Kenzie is just, you know, she has a baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for her. Really, really happy for Kenzie. Um, for okay, everyone, that is it. Thank you guys for joining us. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, and you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. And that is it. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Hannah. That was Caleb. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.